Hello, Stephen. Uh, Richard, good to see you. Stephen, uh, pray tell, what am the House of Lords, Stephen? Uh, th- does one speak now, or is the tune playing? <laughs> this sounds like an Englishman melting. You actually sound just like Jason Rees Mug. Wonderful. You have actually, like, <laughs> accidentally stumbled upon one of the most dead-on impersonations I've heard of him. Holy crap, that is incredible. <laughs> Scrap this whole episode, it's just going to be me talking like this now. If he ever tweeted, I would get you to tweet out his tweets, but he probably, like, makes proclamations on Quill and, like, with his family seal on them, so I'll try and get one of those. Yeah, no, but what, what, what I'm the House of Lords, though, in all, in all seriousness. Just to remind people again, we're doing a mini-sode thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still, this is still a new format. Uh, on the off weeks, from time to time, we'll drop in a much shorter format for a little bite-sized thing that doesn't warrant its whole episode, but still something we want to chat about. Yeah? So, yeah. So, you yeah. want me to tell you about the House of Lords Act? Yeah, please. Please, Stephen. Um, <laughs> okay. House of Lords is the second chamber up a house of the House of Parliament of the United Kingdom, Great Britain, and Northern Ireland. Cool. Following you so far. House of Commons is where the power is. Mm-hmm. And then this is like the second chamber that acts as a check. So it's the similar to the Shannad in Ireland or the Senate in the United States. Right. In most places, they are usually called Senates. They're, it's not very common that many countries still have places with things called Lords still attached. But because the United Kingdom never had a proper revolution where they got to chop off the heads of kings, unlike the French who chopped off everyone's heads and then when they regretted it, there were no more lords left. So right. they kind of just like shrugged and moved on. <laughs> the lords are not elected by the people, which is kind of similar to the Irish Senate, which kind of modeled itself on the House of Lords, but is nothing like the US senators who were all elected. elected as How does one become a lord in this particular house? <laughs> um, well, there are two types of lords. There are lords... Celestial. What? No, there's not. That. And there are lords temporal. What? No, you're not. <laughs> no, cele- what? This is some high fantasy shit. No, this is the truth. So, sorry, Lord the, Celestial the, and Lord Temporal. Yeah, I may have got this, the celestial word wrong, but it's something like that because basically all the bishops of the Church of England are lords and automatically. And they always have been pretty much. Oh, it's, is it spiritual? I just gave it a quick Google. Yes. Okay. It probably is Lord Spiritual, Lord Temporal. Lord okay. Celestial is way better though. It's, oh my that. God, Lord Celestial is so much better. Uh, so none of them are elected by the people. If you're a Lord Temporal and you're not one of the handful of hereditary peers that still exist. So there are still a few earls and dukes and barons that have inherited their title from, you know, generations of being aristocrats who talk like you talk at the start of the show. Indeed. Indeed. The guys who are essentially very similar to royal families, but just not with a crown. They get mini crowns and they get they get to go into the House of Lords. Most of them are appointed by the Queen under instruction and recommendation from the sitting Prime Minister. Right. Um, as I said, as well as the bishops from the Church of England. And so the, are these, uh, what, what pools are these people then picked from? Like if their Prime Minister is recommending people who do they generally recommend um usually it's people of like great notes who are also involved in practical politics so or practical activism 
um, or business, perhaps like a lot of a lot of big English businessmen and you know British business people would be appointed to it, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people that were particularly invested in it, the institutionality of activism. So they'd be like running charities or on the boards of different things. Not like I don't mean when I say activism, I don't mean like the rah rah people who are out on the streets with the giant Trump balloon. I mean like the the people who are working as like essentially social workers in some sense. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But then also there's a whole heap of cronyism. So if you used to work for the prime minister, like as a private aide, there's a good chance you will be made a lord whenever he loses his job. Which we'll get to later with David Cameron. Yeah. That's a hell of an internship trajectory. Um, It is pretty crowded. Um, There are 785 lords at present. Even though the little chamber can only fit about 280 bums comfortably. Wow. And they can squeeze it into about 400, like when the busy days, like the opening of Parliament. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Every year on the opening of Parliament, the Queen rides in her carriage from Buckingham Palace to Westminster in her full bling bling Queen gear. Yeah. And goes into the Parliament. And uh, there's a whole ritual where she sits in the House of Lords and invites the House of Commons to come. And her representative in the Parliament called Blackrod walks across, bangs on the door, and says, It's called Blackrod. Blackrod, because he walks with a giant black rod. And then they slam the door in Blackrod's face as like a symbol of the commons being stronger. And then he hammers. And then the speaker says, OK, we'll go. And then all the people from the commons have to go sit in the Lords and listen to the Queen's speech. But it's all just ceremony because the Queen reads out a speech that was written by the government and it basically just outlines what they plan to do this year. This sounds like a fucking pantomime. It looks like a pantomime. Like you could, they televise it every year. I've watched it the last couple of years just because I have to be free. I didn't like you know, book special time off work and make popcorn to watch it. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, and you can see just how teeny tiny the chamber is. Actually, if you do a tour of the parliament on a Saturday, you'll be guaranteed to be taken through the House of Lords. It's really cool. Oh, we should do that sometime. Oh, that'd be sweet. Well, that'd be a lovely, po- <laughs> l- lovely little family outing for the two of us. That'd be true, yeah. We I'll should get like, ice cream oh. and I'll spill it somewhere important. I'll knock over yeah, some priceless vase. And the queen, yeah, the big mace, you'll like drop it somehow. <laughs> oh, whoopsie. <laughs> whoopsie. Uh, anyway, okay. There are 785 lords at present, but the record was 1,330. That's too many lords. And that was just before Tony Blair brought in a bunch of reforms in 2000, where he managed to slice them down to 669. Nice. But they shot back up again because David Cameron actually appointed a record number of peers in his first year's PM, something like 120 odd. So when you say peers, these are just the the people who occupy the House of Lords, the the Lords, basically. If you are a Lord, you generally, like, they're peers. Okay, just a a synonym for it. Yes, it has to do with some, like, oh, Lords are peers with each other or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I don't know. I'm sure. David Cameron got into a lot of trouble, though, because, like I said, whenever he was stepping down after the Brexit thing, he gave a a hell of a load of jobs to his buddies who were also losing their job when he was quitting. So there was a lot of, like, um, PR people in their 30s who are now in the House of Lords with pretty nifty abilities and powers that they didn't they shouldn't necessarily have gotten. Many podcasters in there. Not yet. (laughs) Irish people are entitled to stand, though. Um, You can be a lord if you are a British citizen an Irish citizen or from the Commonwealth. So oh. we're, we're included. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where the Brits kind of just ignore the fact that we've tried desperately to separate ourselves as a completely independent republic and just go, ah, yeah, but you know, you're still, you know, you're still there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, like, but we're no. not though. <laughs> it's like, I know you guys are. Here, have this law. Have this Have this basic right that we give our own citizens. Because, you know, these are basically yeah. the same. Also, um, Bob Gandalf is a knight now. Fuck you. It's true. I forgot about that. They, in terms of actual practical power, they don't necessarily have too much. Um, nowhere near as powerful of what the Senate is in the US. Mm. They did used to have it, 
But as things got more progressive and liberals were trying to give more rights to the general people, and as well, actually, during the, the like the struggle over Irish home rule in the like when they were trying to get that done parliamentary wise by democracy as opposed to the revolution that we ended up having with guns. Mm. Um, a couple of times, a, a British Prime Minister tried to bring in Home Rule and it was blocked by the Lords. So when the Lords rejected a budget in 1909, the Liberals finally said, fuck this shit, and brought in the Parliament Act of 1911, which has only been changed once, so it's still pretty much the system that they have, which reduced the power of the Chamber to make it basically an oversight body with no real power to stop laws right. um, that come from the Commons. It can kind of just delay laws. To a so just extent. checks and balances type thing. Exactly, yeah. Right. So they debate the laws that come from the Commons. Um, they can add amendments, but they can't add amendments that are intended to tank the law. So oh, okay. So they can't, like, yeah. There's no like loopholes to amend a thing till it sinks. Yeah, so the, Brex- like the Brexit bill can't come in and you can't go, okay, we'll only allow Brexit to happen if everyone, every male in the Britain loses his left testicle as well. <laughs> oh, you can't shit. Add that as- oh, thank fuck they don't have that power. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> That was close. The Commons can still do it, though. Oh, no. Um, the Supreme Court Not used- Charlie. <laughs> What's the other one called? He's also called Charlie. That's confusing. <laughs> You're telling me. Anyway, go on. The Supreme Court of the I can't believe I couldn't think of a second name. Sorry, go on. Oh, God. There used to be things called Law Lords. <laughs> the- <laughs> They used to be basically the Supreme Court judges of the UK, but they, they moved them out of the of the House of Lords and turned it into its own independent body in like 2005. And now the Supreme Court of the UK is actually one of the most casual where like in the US you have to wear special crazy Victorian garb when you argue in front of them. In mm. the UK, the judges sit around Jeans wearing like jumpers. Yes, actually. Oh, yes. really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, like they're all old people, so they don't wear like t-shirts, but they do wear jeans. There's no, there's no like, like I'm with I'm with stupid t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, you stand, you're pointing at your at the at the other fellow litigating. <laughs> I'm a Lord Spiritual, and all I got was his lousy t-shirt. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the uh, Liberal Democrats um, and a bunch of other people in the UK politics still have inclinations to try and reform the Lords. They still don't like how essentially a symbol of outdatedness it is mm. um, and they would like to reform it further to make it like make make elected or give them a bit of power make it more like the US Senate but every time they do that even like when the Liberals were in coalition government it still wasn't able to pass so it's like any further significant reform is really unlikely right. even if there wasn't this whole Brexit um, scenario sucking up all the political oxygen yeah so you think it's just going to stick around the numbers of lords might fluctuate but the core institution will remain yeah I think it will and it'll probably stick around 700 members around the same that it is now and like like it's not the same as being a professional politician in the other sense you don't actually get a wage but if you go to work you can opt to receive a 300 per day attendance allowance plus limited travel expenses. And if you don't live in London, you can ask for another £174 to get somewhere to stay. Um, and they also have an option of a second, of a lower scale of uh, 150 per day. And that's only if, you, if you're asking for it. Lots of them don't because they already have golden rocket ships to ride on their way to Westminster. So right, it, really yeah. it, ain't, it ain't nothing. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely something. <laughs> you show up, you have a little snooze in a, in a pretty fancy Victorian building. You maybe vote once or twice and say, here, 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 whenever someone says something that you're supposed to like, and yeah. then you leave. Yeah, That's it. and you get to call yourself a Lord Temporal or whatever. 
Which yeah, sounds like a Time Lord, which is what the Doctor is from Doctor Who, I'm just realising. Yeah, but he wasn't born in Britain, so he can't be, or Ireland, yeah, or the he's, Commonwealth. He's Gallifreyan. Bless you. Um, there is another little thing that's pretty cool called the Salisbury Convention. So we probably mentioned a few times before that the UK doesn't have a written constitution, yeah. you know, like most other countries, because that would make sense. And yeah. why would you do something like that? They basically just have tradition and and precedence. And some of the lords around after World War Two were starting to get a bit itchy about all the crap that went on before, about how dominating they were trying to be over d- democratic politics. And especially like after the whole Nazis thing, they didn't want to be seen to be standing in front of democratic politics. So when Labour came in to power with like a huge mandate to bring in loads of social welfare reforms and b- build the NHS and stuff, mm. there were only like two or seven or something Labour lords at the time because they were still all conservatives or liberals or whatever the previous parties were. Mm. So the lords kind of got together under Lord Salisbury and said that we will never try and delay laws that are part of a government's election manifesto. Right. And we will also never delay what's called a money bill by more than a month. Okay. And the old, and even if they do want to try and delay a law that they say is outside of what the government's elected manifesto was, um, they can only delay it for a maximum of one year and then it has to go through. Right. So they're just trying not to be too much of a roadblock on anything. Yeah, exactly. So it, it has come up a couple of times in the Brexit um, for Backle when things were slightly delayed, but the Conservatives have enough of a majority in the House of Lords that they were able to overrule it. Right. So it, it didn't really turn out to be a thing. So it's like the Lords is kind of just like a really, really insignificant part of the British political scene that also happens to have 700 members, its own place in Westminster, and you always kind of remember that it exists every so often. Right, okay. The best way to describe it is it's a retirement chamber for the British elite. (laughs) Well, why didn't you just say that at the start then? I thought it was kind of implicit. Yeah. Because we were going... Is that everything, Stephen? So that is the House of Lords. Very good, Stephen. Very good. Now you sound like uh, Rhys Mogg after he's had one too many. He's he's had some lewds. (laughs) (laughs) He's going full Wolf of Wall Street. (laughs) Yeah. I'm melting into the ground now, Stephen. Oh, that's going to give me nightmares. I'm a flat circle. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I'm afraid I can't stop talking like this is Richie now. Help me, Steve. <laughs> I think I'm stuck like this. Oh, no. Now you sound like a really bad Sean Connery impersonation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Are we done? We're done. Okay. See you later. Bye. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Brr, 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 brr.